0: Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, when I pull up on the scene, dead fresh and casket clean, they gone. Hate on me, yeah, yeah, gonna Hate on me, yeah, when yeah. I pull up on the scene, dead fresh and casket clean, they gone. Yes, yes, yes! Glad to have you back around. Of course, we got Dean in the building. George checking in. I'm K, and this is the Biscayne Breakdown. Um, as we do always about this time. How
1: you doing, Dean? Doing good, man. We having a good run. Everything is going lovely right now.
0: Happens to the best of us, brother. I've been there. I promise
2: you, I've been there. Um, how you doing, George? Life is good. Life is doing good things to me and for me, and the heat. And uh, he's been winning, was it eight of the last 10? Has been feeling some sort of way, and um, yeah, it's that time of year again. You uh, said we'll life and... is
0: doing some good things to go ahead, Dame. I'm sorry, I got a question too. No, go ahead. <laughs> you said life is doing some good things to you. I'm I'm just, I mean, I, be more, expound, uh, we, cannot be brother. more we,
2: we cannot get a more specific, <laughs> we can't go we can't deep dive <laughs> into that. We can't scoop, wait over a over minute, this.
0: brother. Yeah, yeah, brother. I don't even like the terminology you're using. Um, moving on. So, uh, listen. As George mentioned, the Miami Heat are doing some interesting things when it comes to um the product that they're putting on the floor. You're seeing um some results. I mean, basically, when you look at a team looking for themselves, so much of the season thus far, it looks as though they're finally finding themselves. Which, of course, starts with them on the defensive end. For me. When you see this Miami Heat team playing defense on a rope where they're moving um, as one unit, maybe as an amoeba, uh, meaning the parts are moving in many different directions at the same time, but that whole entire unit is moving at once. Um, That's when this Miami Heat team is actually clicking at their highest, and I think that that's what we've been seeing, as George mentioned, over the last 10 games or so. So specifically speaking about their last three games since coming back from the All-Star break, um, in the New Orleans Pelicans, the Sacramento Kings, and the Portland Trailblazers, what has been that thing that has stuck out to you most, Dean?
1: Uh, honestly, man, just how just just how hard they've been playing. You know, like before the before the All-Star break, it seemed like some guys just wasn't playing as hard to me. Like, like honestly, it's like guys wasn't playing that hard to me. Everybody now is like they playing hard. And I did miss the game last night versus Portland. We come in a day later, uh, Wednesday, I think. Today is Wednesday, yeah. Uh, so I, I didn't even catch that game last night. A lot of stuff going on. But to me, honestly, the guys have been playing hard. You know, uh, previous uh, shows, okay, I, I questioned how tough they was playing. You know, was they mentally there? Some guys, the, the defense has been clicking. The offense has been was great against uh, uh what was the game uh, Sacramento. The game was great. Uh, that 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 game against New Orleans really really was something special to see. In my opinion, I think that was the best game for me. I know a lot of people want to say that Sacramento game, but to me that 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 New Orleans game it was a tough game. It's, the environment seemed like it was tough. Like me and you said before. This after the all star break, this team is going to start gearing up and being playoff ready, and, and that's what they've been doing. So, I'm not even really surprised about this run that they're on right now because we did predict this, but it's, it's, it's a good thing to see so far.
0: Absolutely, I agree with everything you said. Um, I mean, you you mentioned that don't new Orleans agree with your me. favorite. You mentioned that new, Orleans. I'm, I'm not going to agree with everything, everything, but as far as this, I agree. You mentioned that New Orleans win being the most impressive one for you. I do too, and that's going to take me to um, what I think the theme of these last three games have been. But first, I'm going to let George get his thoughts out. What have you seen like there's been the theme for you over these last three games coming out of All-Star break, George?
2: They actually care about the way they play basketball and the brand of basketball they're putting out of there. um, I think the realization kicks in more and more that your ability to – Ghana, a better seed for your team isn't always gonna be the end all and be all of your, you know, results in the playoffs. Like that that's over the last two, three years, you know, we've had the first seed, we've been the eighth seed, we've made it the finals both of those times. It's been um actually no. Did we? Yes, we did. Made it both those times. It's been a rocky road in terms of trying to get back to those finals. You know, when when we are try like relatively unhealthy, it's it's hard, it's difficult. So we're very close to the five seed now. I think we are the five seed after last night's win. So to just keep going. And they, they know they know that they need to try and get that fifth seed, that fourth seed, they can try and fight for one of those spots. It just makes their life a little bit easier. It really, really does. So not having to versus Celtics earlier on then versus the Bucks then versus this and that it's it's all about mitigating as much of the risk as possible and try and get you know just try to play basketball at a high level because that they, they weren't doing that earlier in the year i wouldn't lie i don't know if, it's, if it was if it was a depth thing or if there was a personnel thing we've i think we've put out 31 now different lineups like 31 different lineups this year alone it hasn't even we have still got how many games left 25 we've put out 31 different lineups so, I mean, so I let me, and I'm not trying to
0: cut you off, but when you look at that, um, you, you also have to incorporate
2: like you know injuries and absence into that as well. I don't, I don't, I don't listen to any of those because the, the Heat have been able to do when the year we were the first seed, we didn't have Jimmy and Bam and and largely five or six other players through that earlier run. That's for Carl. I agree. About. I, I was just. I, I'm not giving them an excuse
0: for not playing well. I'm just saying, speaking to the lineup thing, like I don't give them an excuse for that either because, as we all know, they play better
2: um, when they don't have all their blame guys. Them I think we should blame them for that, that though. We should blame them for that. What that's, for what? that's not be over the years having the same personnel, largely the same people on the team, very, very, very largely the same people on the team, and not being able to solidify a starting lineup that actually. Can meld together and work together now through injuries. That's that's I I understand what you're saying because you're forced to make a lineup change when you have injuries. Do you know what I mean? Like you're forced to make that that change. But there have been times where they've benched players, they've brought players back that you know players come out of injury, they've decided to start them instantly instead of brought them back into the lineup, or, or vice versa. It's happened a lot, so I I'm not blaming Spo. I just think Spo could have done a better job at the time with the way he's handled this, but. It's not it's not a race at the end of the day. As long as he gets it down and pat for the playoffs, that's that's all I care about. It could be the last game, the very last game, the one that you don't have some drops 38 points in. That, like to to figure out that lineup. As long as he finds it out before the playoffs, that's all that matters. And I think he's starting to figure it out that Bam really does be, you know, he's a beneficiary of having scoring at the four. Someone who can stretch the floor. Now he also benefits from someone that someone else that can box out, rebound, play a bit of interior defense as well. So I, I'm getting a little bit off topic. In the I last three yeah, games. But, what, but yeah. what
0: player aren't you talking about? But go
2: ahead. Any player would. I mean, any player would. Listen, <laughs> we're gonna go, we're gonna circle back to that. But I'm talking about the last three games. What I've seen is right. a, a much more physical, a much more in, in like exciting brand of defense, where they I think it was, I was reading this the other day. In the first 10 games of the season, they were allowing 112 points a game from opponents. In the last 10 games now, they've, they've given up 101. Just the, it, it night and day difference, sort of thing. Night and day difference. And you see that defense, you see that, that, um, you see that sort of, you know, was a Well, I don't know exactly what I'm trying, like. What word i need to use here but the tougher brand of defense more of an urgency to get that higher seed you're starting to see jimmy kicking a little bit a lot then the overall intensity has increased Yeah. yeah it's 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 and it's done wonders for the team the the energy's up the one thing i don't like though are the turnovers turnovers are bad what i saw last night in portland we were just throwing that shit away they were like oh open man let me bounce past it no chess pass that every day no no they just bounce pass turnover turn it's too much but you get the result absolutely i mean there have
0: been games though where their turnovers have been down i will agree with you overall on this though there have been too many instances especially over the last 10 to 15 games actually since they've been winning games where they just make the silly pass like you're saying george like the bounce pass off a weird angle from one wing to another where it's like you know you ain't got no business making that pass or like When Caleb hesitates coming down the wing against Portland is standing there for three seconds, like either drive the ball, give it up to somebody else in rotation or shoot the ball. But don't sit there and fake everybody out, including the dude you're going to pass it to who's running down the lane full speed. And by the way, you're throwing them a chest pass his neck high. I mean, it's a pretty interesting situation when it comes to those particular Turn
2: so you, um I just want to point out with this as well, the Caleb one. I saw this three times yesterday. There were two players in front of Bam, all three times. All three, three times. They had covered him down the lane. They didn't they Portland did the right thing in the game. Um they did the right thing. They 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 stuffed the paint. You couldn't get through. Bam is your obvious weapon through that game. Like, besides Jimmy, because but Bam is your interior presence. They they clogged the paint. And instead of Caleb trying to use a driver kick action, trying to use, you know, a little bit of a, a, a any sort of dribble move to get himself free, he will just bounce past it to the two players, to to the two ball players every time. And Bam's looking at him like, not even a lob. <laughs> like, I can at least go get the lob. You've just given me no chance to to make a play here. And that's what sucks. I just like but that's that's nitpicking if I'm doing it at all. Well, in moving on here, I would say that
0: my word is overcoming, but it actually um, jives well with what you guys have been saying with playing with some urgency, just playing like you care. You can overcome things when it seems like you care. Um, And to close out to that point on the bounce passes, though, I think that is he's a victim of what he sees Duncan and Jimmy do because Jimmy and Duncan have mastered manipulating that interspatial dynamic with Bam where they just can find any angle for a bounce pass, like, that hezy drive pocket pass between the two defenders um, to get Bam to open midi in the paint, like Jimmy and him can do that with their eyes closed. Duncan Robinson and Bam Adebayo have some sort of telepathy when they're running action, because I swear I saw Duncan drive full speed down the lane the other night. He didn't know if Bam was going to be the guy to get to the pass. And yeah, Bam had to do a little scrambling, but just the mere fact that he attempted it, because he knew Bam was going to be there. He was out of control just doing something to bail himself out. But it got there. And the fact that you have that kind of trust in your guy and that know-how with him, that just speaks to something that Caleb is probably trying to figure out and he isn't as good at it yet. Um, Again, my words are overcoming. And that's something that they've done in some form or fashion in the last three games. Whether you look at New Orleans um, and them having to overcome the ejections, whether you look at the Sacramento game, one in which they had to overcome not having Jimmy Butler in the lineup as he was suspended along, of course, with Tyler Harrow. Um, And then I want to say that, um, you know, you're looking at all of those things in combination with the fact that they were on the road still and they were playing a team that featured Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox. Now, of course, you look at the Portland game and Joel is actually, shout out to Joel. He's actually flaming the chat up, making us laugh in here. But you look at the Portland game where they got down early um, to a team they shouldn't have been down against. But eventually, you know, they were able to not only close that gap, but overtake and win that game by double digits going away. I mean, that's just that, I guess, that 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 want to, that, that attitude of caring, that um, overcoming ability that we've all been speaking of. But before we move too far past these last three games, there's been a topic um, kind of like at the top of our mind, as far as our group goes, because it was a topic talked about on a previous episode. Um, Dean, in speaking prior to these games, we were talking about Sabonis and Bam Adebayo, and Dean posed the question of who we would rather have. Now, I personally... Took the route of being honest, of course, but saying it depends on the team. For the Kings and how they do things, Sabonis is probably better. And for the Miami Heat, Bam is probably better because of how they do things. Me personally, because I'm a Miami Heat fan, I'm more prone to the way they do things. So I'm gonna say bam out of bio. Um, after that game, and with the episode posted. There was a particular loyal listener out there. We appreciate you so much because we know you're a loyal listener if you caught those little nooks and crannies and crevices of the episode, um, who pointed out that there was some flagrant speaking upon Bam's name after he led the charge to the victory in Sacramento. With that being said, I'd like to give Dean the full opportunity to do one of three things. Explain, defend, or embarrass himself. The floor is yours, sir.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not going to embarrass myself. I'm always going to defend my comments. But shout out to uh King Ransom. I believe his name is. Um I don't know if you're a Heat fan. A Heat not his fan. name.
0: Not his name Dean. Remember the guy's name, Jesus.
1: Yeah, no no no. I don't know if if you're a Heat fan or not, bro, but if you are DM me on Twitter and we'd love to have you on. Uh even if you're not a Heat fan, if you're a, whatever team uh fan you is Whenever Miami Heat playing your team, come on and come on the show and, and and come uh let's talk about it. But what, what I said was, I I posed the question and I said was, Kay, how do you feel about the the Sabonis and BAM comparison? And I said, I don't think it's too far off to say. That, you know, Sabonis could be better than Bam. Why is that? The numbers that Sabonis put up. Yes, me and K had a long discussion saying that it does depend on what the team needs. Now, I, for the the record, need,
0: I agree with Dean. For the record, I agree with Dean because you can't, like, the numbers, you can't argue
1: with you the numbers. Listen, Bam is the better defender. Is the better defender player. So I believe Sabonis is the better offensive player. They both had great games against each other. Was it two nights ago? Two nights ago. Great games. Bam ended up on top because the team did win. And he he may have the better game. I I believe, in my opinion, Bam had the better game. Now, I'm gonna stand what I believe, like what I said. I'm gonna stand on that because it's things to back me up on that. Now, what I said, and if you go back and watch that, that clip, I said. Sabonis is the better offensive player, and Bam is the better defender. Depending on what your team needs, you can't go wrong with the pick. Now, Sabonis averaged more points, rebounds, and assists than Bam with better numbers all across, like literally all across the board. Sabonis is not a great defender at all.
2: He does everything <laughs> else just well. Just things are very quickly. Just things very quickly. Uh, Bam and the buyer, in fact, does score more points than Demontis Spurnus. What's the numbers? Twenty point three to twenty. How can you be a better offensive player? Play more minutes, take more shots. Twenty point three to twenty. To twenty. How can you be a better offensive player if you take more shots, play more minutes, get more opportunities? He's, he's uh, shoot- Bro, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm shooting like What of your offense, and you can't even score more than M A and the buyer. Who's the, the third d- option at best?
1: By, by point three, are we really going to by point three, really?
2: It's not even. It's the fact the matter is. Who, who has a higher shot. field
1: goal percentage?
2: So it, bonus is at, is at like it, sixty, it, I believe. It, 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 uh, uh, Bam, Embiid shoots the ball at a rate. At what fifty? Uh, fifty. Fifty one point five. And what's the bonus? I'm pretty sure it's higher.
1: Than, I'm pretty sure it's like at sixty.
2: 62.1. Yes. And, and three point percentage is what? 43? He takes one a game. and Bam takes 0.3 a game. It does not, it does, that is, doesn't correlate to anything. So, I, I mean, c- come on. Yes.
1: Like, seriously, like, come on. This man almost averages a triple double. How many bigs in our league can, si- besides, besides. It uh, being Yon- impressive. I'm
2: sorry. Russ made that unimpressive. It was impressive well, when Magic was when, doing, it, when Oscar since, was doing it. I'm sorry, a the stat padding a doesn't move me, bro. Is, is, stat padding does not move impressive. me. He is a he is a convenience store. He is he is you know he just be serving everyone. Yeah, he, he is the focal point of their offense. He's the number one guy on that team. But, bro, you know, so, so Joe,
1: I I mean I'm sorry, George. Joe. has it been times? Joe. For, Joe? I'm, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> has it been times? Has it been times where? Where
0: well, your your display name is Joe your Cronin. Display to be name fair. is Joe.
2: Asterix, 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 Asterix,
1: Drake Cronin. I want you to answer this for me, George. Has it? It's been times where we begged Bam to to dominate that offensive role. Have it not? Has it been times where Bam just totally disappeared from being a second the second option on this team? Yes or no?
2: I played the fifth. I'll be moving to America soon. I have to study. You no, know, it's just this. I'm gonna I'm gonna be at the heat games. I'm gonna talk to I'm gonna be able to, to see Bam play in real life. I don't wanna see Sabonis play. I do not care. I've seen
1: I've seen Bam play Bam is my favorite player. That's Bam is, Bam, is, Bam is my favorite player on this Miami Heat team. I love Bam. But if bro, I'm an NBA. I'm a basketball fan before anything. You're you're you're
2: from Philly. You you are a Philly fan. That's what your problem is. I would never already, my, I never in my life. Like stats. You only not care about James Harden's stats. That's why you care about Philly. I'm not um, even I don't even like Harden as a player.
0: I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Um, it probably took me seeing them head to head to get to where I am now. But if I had to answer what I perceive the question to be all over again, I would probably say bam, especially in light of what George told me. I didn't know. That Bam's overall like scoring totals were even if it's only slightly was better, but Bam really bothered me um, in those ten or fifteen games prior to the All Star break, and he bothered me because he was being more aggressive. But now he was relying too much on the mid range jumper. He wasn't going. He wasn't being as aggressive getting to the cup. And over those last couple of games, as the Miami Heat started to turn it around. You saw a shift in his game as well, and that's something that you've really seen continue to blossom, which was also always what you needed. You needed him to start taking that mid-range with a heavy dose so he could see what it felt like to hit it. So then he could see what it felt like to have defenses counter to it. So then he could have an opportunity to counter to it. But you needed to see that happen, and it wasn't happening fast enough. But, again, speaking to the notion that George brought up, I think maybe Dean more George, and we've all brought up at some point, us wanting Bam to be more aggressive – it just takes him a little more time to get to places that we see his skill set or ability dictate he should probably already be right now. From a,
1: but, but see, why a is that? But wait, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Let, 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 let K answer that question real quick. Why is that, uh, you think, K?
0: Um, because Bam isn't a natural... Bam isn't a natural... This is the best way to describe it. I'm not dodging the question. I'm just describing it like this. When you roll a basketball out on the floor and Joel B's on the floor, he going to do everything else on the floor. But above all else, in his mind, he going to be like, I'm going to go get buckets. Do you see what I'm saying? When you roll a basketball out on the floor, Kobe going to say, I'm going to go get buckets. To another point, LeBron will say, I'm going to go get wins. If that means making my team better, whatever, whatever. And I think Bam got a little more of that. And that same thing that LeBron had to develop in that sometimes I got to be comfortable with going to do me because I'm capable. I think that's the same thing we're experiencing with Bam. But in a sense, effectively in the terms that he probably didn't realize how skilled he was until he got to the NBA. And on top of the fact that he's never been the guy that they've rolled the ball out to and have said, hey, go get me 20. Or he's never been like, I'm going to go get you 20. Like it all just happened slower for him because that's not his natural character, even though he's fully capable from a skill set perspective.
2: Can I just put something out there? Let me just, let me just, let me set up this whole Bam versus Mona's debate. The Sacramento Kings in the last 10 years, how many times have they made the playoffs? Bro,
1: he, first of all, he wasn't even on the team for the last 10 okay. years.
2: Okay. I don't care. He was just the on the team for, two, Kings. for the last two years. The Sacramento Kings. How many times have they made the playoffs in the last 10 years?
1: That's a, that's
2: Name, a relevant question. Give me a number. Between Bro, one and 10. That's a
1: relevant question.
2: Zero and 10. Between zero and 10, give me a number.
1: That's that's a, a relevant. We all know the number, but that's a relevant question. Sabonis, so and and guess what, and the year the year they made the playoffs when they had the best record in the last ten years, Sabonis was on that team.
2: I do not care. My narrative says that he plays for a franchise that doesn't care about winning, that doesn't know how to win. What that guy would to do with to- him. They haven't ever once since 1951. The culture of that organization is not meant for him to be a winning player. Thus, he's a stats player. He's Russell Westbrook in the last year of his deal. He's in not AKC. a stat player. He, he is not a he player. Is 100% basically laying the ball off the backboard for himself. He is inefficient on defense. He is not fast. He Did you call him player. White Moses Malone? I just called him White. Just full stop. It's just not good at ball. Uh, Dude. There's no tra- Bro, there's so wait, no translation I, well, I with this game to winning, George. He is just a, he is a confectionery chain. He sits there. He is. That, I'm that gonna that give y'all another minute and a half or so here, y'all. You know continue. that you know the, the 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 conveyor belt that just pushes along walnuts along like like a long string. I'm sorry, <laughs> Joel. What? Come on beep, now. beep 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 beep. Sorry, sorry, Joel. Sorry, Joel. A confectionery belt, and it just pushes walnuts across so they can get packaged and stuff. That's that is what Sabonis is. He's in the horrible, middle of that system. Horrible. The system isn't meant for winning basketball. I don't care if he's averaging thirty and fifteen and twenty-two assists a game. Yes, yes, and I swear, about it. Yes, I'm banned. Get me out of here. Uh, I don't care. There's no way. I, there's no argument to be made that Sabonis is a better player than Bam. There's no because Bro, Bam I, translates to winning. And, in wait, Latin so and Hebrew, on, Bam back. means winning. Let bro. him get him, let him get his side out, George. In, in Latin and Hebrew, Sabonis means big baby who cries when doesn't make shot. That's it, okay? That's it, bro. He was, so, so I liked him with OKC, I liked him at the Pacers. I don't mm-hmm. like him let him was... talk, George. Let him get his so side out today. L- listen to what you said.
1: Like you said, the last 10 years, the placers have made the playoffs one time. And that was in Sabonis. Kings, the first Kings, 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 Kings. Kings, I'm sorry. I don't know what team I just said.
0: Sabonis' former team, it was a Freudian slip. I understand what you were doing. But then, George has a unique ability to fluster you. So, I get it. It's, and it's not just, I'm not saying fluster you. Like, I've yeah, been, on, I, I've been I, I where know. you've been. Like, George
1: is uniquely, like, uniquely well talented
2: at about
1: Listen. Talk, speak, Dean, please. In the last 15 years, the Kings made the playoff one time, and that was Sabonis' first year with the team, I believe. Was it his first year with the team? Yes. Did he get traded just... in the offseason? He got traded – I don't remember. I don't remember. I, thought I just, it was I just a... know – I don't know why I want the to King's remember. The Kings' best record in the training. last 15 years came with Sabonis on the team. So... It's true, though, right? It's true.
2: It's just redundant. It's a point it, No, redundant. it shouldn't be
1: redundant. Anyway. Now 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 what we're doing here is saying – that since because he put up good stats, he's a stat patter. But when, when when Jokic put up those same stats, it's it's He won a ring. Problem. Listen. He won a ring. It, bro, I understand that. Oh, only one person, only one person can win a championship every year. That's it. Only one are team can really win a championship every Are you really about
2: to sit here and year. tell me, and you're about to put, you're about to put Sabonis and Jokic into the same conversation? Absolutely not. What I'm
1: saying... That is insane. But, but I'm, all I'm saying is, since Westbrook averaged a triple double, now we, we only we only saying when certain players do it, it looks good, but when another player do it, it's stat padding because we don't like said player, which is not which is, uh-huh. we're not going to do that. Uh huh. No no no, yes, we ain't gonna sir. do that. That's not acceptable. on we next
0: Listen, man. okay, so we're hold gonna, hold gonna definitely have to finish this debate. On the next, we're gonna finish this debate on the next best break. Get your last part out, Dame, and then we're gonna move on. But Joe, we want—I mean, George, George—we want you back on the next one because I want y'all to finish this. I want y'all, y'all be, to yeah. have some I'll time. Be, to no, we definitely like want one. you yeah. on the next one, and, nothing, nothing and we're gonna—we're gonna
1: try—we're so gonna, try, gonna try to find King Ransom Look, somewhere. I just want to add one We definitely want to add him
2: too. I just want to add one very quick point. Get your no, point out, no, George, and no, then you can
1: respond.
0: There's comparison between
2: stats between Babbitt and is definitely the best statistical player. Then bam, in shooting, in 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 rebounding, in he's more active. He's he's a better passer. He's a he's a more active passer. He's a more act, you know. But that's that's all well and good. I get that. I see where your argument comes from. He does Listen, more. If the bonus was a more,
1: on, if the bonus was on the Knicks, the uh, uh, the Lakers, the the Boars, uh, the Celtics, he'd be con- he'd be considered. A, he'd be an All Star and be in consideration of an All NBA player.
2: Because he's on the
1: Kings, we overlook at how how great of a – I'm not going to say how great. How good of a player he is. How great? How great or great? I said good. I said I'm not going to say great because I don't throw – I, I, I don't throw the word great around on players a lot because the, the, that's a big thing to carry. I said uh, good. He's a, he's a really good player. And if he Let was it, on okay. a team with a big market, we'd be talking totally different about Sabonis.
2: Let's talk about this then. Very quickly, last question ever. These are my last two questions. They take 30 seconds. Would the Sacramento Kings be a better organization if they replaced Sabonis with Bam and Abayo?
1: No, they'd be the same. No, they'd be the same. I So, would,
0: and, would that's, the Heat and, be and, and
2: that's. A better team? Would the Heat be a better team with Sabonis instead of Bam? Honestly? Yes or, no? yes or no question. Would they be a better team when you, if you take away everything Bam provides and replace it with everything Sabonis supply? Like, uh, Gardens, are you looking at the best? Are you looking at a better or worse Heat team? You look. I, I say this. I'm gonna
1: be 100 percent honest. You'll be less less productive in the playoff because because Sabonis cannot guard a soul. I will admit that.
0: George just left. I was. Uh, just no, about I to would say. admit that. And I think that's what I was getting to at the end of my soliloquy before we move on. This last game just showed me like. If you put Bam on the Kings, they're a much better team because he offers you enough of what Sabonis offers you on that side, but way more everywhere else. But if you put, you know, Sabonis on the Miami Heat, you would lose so much of what Bam adds to the team, which is like the fulcrum of how they operate. They just wouldn't be the same, and they'll be just any other NBA team trying to outscore people. And that's not a you know a way to success. Sabonis
2: no gets me those three more rebounds. But we we give up 148 Um, points a game. I can't wait. Listen, man.
1: Listen. So moving on. This has been pretty good. Moving on so far. Moving on.
0: Speaking of the Miami Heat and their defense and their energy and overcoming, um, as we were talking about before, we got into that. Really, really, really. Elongated Bam versus bonus conversation that's going to continue in the next episode. As you know, Demon's put out the invite um for his critics out there. And we'd love to have George back on so him and Damon can finish that discussion. We move on to something that's also been key over these last three victories for the Miami Heat, and something that we've talked about for much of the season, and that will probably continue to be a superpower of theirs as they look to progress deep into the postseason. And that's their depth. When you look at what the Miami Heat have done since the Kyle Laurie transaction, um, adding Terry Rozier as a part of that, who finally saw his first real, I would say, Terry Rozier lightning bolt of a game happen in Portland, um, as well as the adding of DeLon Wright, who's been contributing in a major way since he first broke the rotation um, as the Miami Heat were without a lot of guys in Sacramento. Um, It's... A situation where the Miami Heat further increased their depth, and this is without Tyler Hero, without Josh Richardson being on the court, again, without Jimmy Butler, without Nikola Jovich for one of those games. Um, it's just continuing to shine through. So I know we've talked about this, as I mentioned, for much of the season already, and it's something that we continue to harp on. Just when you want to get a word in on what you've seen from the new guys, because I'm sure everybody does, because DeLon Wright, um, and I speak to like one of his defensive possessions on uh, – what's the guy from Portland, his name slips me, Anthony Simons. I speak to an end of the shot clock possession he had on him as, you know, a pivotal moment in the game against Portland on Tuesday. Those are the moments that he's really going to come through huge for you in the playoffs. Um, Those are the moments that really highlights his value. So I know you guys want to speak on, you know, all of those things such as that, his playmaking ability, but just overall relate that to the Miami Heaps' continued growth in their depth and how that's going to, help propel them potentially to where we'd all like to see them go. Um, George, be brief, but get a word on their depth and how you've seen that advance, progress, grow, and be a reason for them winning games.
2: Well, if anyone's seen what I've been, you know, talking about everywhere else I speak, everywhere else I post, it's it's the same stuff. The Heat needed badly, 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 badly needed a defensive-minded point guard. There's no and-ifs or buts about it. They needed it, and they – in all honesty, without that sort of, without that, without that point guard, all that, so that guard that can go out and that can, um, you know, play up on on your best player, which largely the players that drop the most points in this game are are the forwards or or guards, mostly guards. If you don't have that point of attack guard, you 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 don't have anything. Rozier, as even before his injury, didn't look like the most Confident defender, really like he really didn't didn't look like the most confident defender at all. Tyler Hero, I'm not even going to start, but we know what defense means to him. Without that defensive minded point guard, you really are putting yourself short into the playoffs. And I think DeLon Wright is the perfect, one of the most perfect pieces you could have acquired for what from what was available. I would rather go get like a Dennis Smith Jr. something like that at the trade deadline, but that just wasn't to be. That's completely fine. But I saw. What I saw from Don Wright was someone who wants to be here, and, and rather than thinks he like, rather than thinks he deserves to be here. Do you know what I mean? He's trying to win that spot. He's trying to win the you know the, the hearts of Miami. He's trying to win himself some minutes in a playoff confrontation. that's going to be stacked because the depth, in my opinion, hasn't looked this this good since last year when we were actually firing on all cylinders. I'm not saying it hasn't looked good. Since then, or like, sorry, it hasn't looked better. Other times, I'm just saying more recent, most recently in the playoffs last year, depth looked okay until ever everyone started going down in the first series. I think that they that Spoh has a big decision to make now when it comes to who's playing because you've got your starting five. You know, you have got Kayla Martin in there at the four. In my opinion, that's that's where I think the, that Spoh's going to go with eventually. I love the Yovich attempt. I love the Jovic project. I don't think it's polished enough for him to get in there and play. And, and there's actually a funny quote from Jovic. He goes, "Either I start or I don't play. Make it make sense." And I agree. It's pretty. It's pretty insane to think about that. If he's not starting the game, he's not playing the game. On topic. Let's stay on topic. That is. That's what. That's what I'm saying. No,
0: I don't want. You, I don't want to go into rotational
2: things because that could be a whole different thing. But that comes to do with depth. That comes to do with depth as well. Right. I'll, but I'll, that. I'll I'm, just, I'm just. Okay. I think you've covered we yourself well. With Kevin Love, Kevin Love has re-emerged as a very, very, very viable backup big in this league. And yeah, hey, I don't players? think he's
0: re-emerged. You just blame Cleveland's dumb. Ass. You know what I mean? Cleveland was stupid. Let's just be
2: honest. Cleveland didn't want Cleveland, him there.
0: They didn't right, really need but, him. but they could they use a guy him like now. him right
2: now. Right they use, they now. right. Not, not not then, which is funny. But I think that he is also nearing or is approaching the time of his career where it's 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 coming to a close. I don't know how much good basketball he's got left in him now i i was afraid to start the season because he was playing so well would there be anything left for the postseason in all seriousness the would there be anything left because he's playing so well and at such a high level could he keep going he's proven to do decent stuff thomas bryant for that for that punch on jose alvarado all done i'm basically- gonna say
0: k love is playing like 15 minutes a game bro like he's the type of guy that could go hard for 15 20 minutes a game for two more years Cause he shoots the rock, you know what I'm he saying? Does, and he, he, does, he does, and he, he uses body. He uses body to do his work
2: now. Like him, you know what I mean? I I just think I just think when it comes down to it, the depth is there, the 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 schematics are there, the pieces are there. It's just all about Spo, which finding out a way for them all to succeed to coexist, and who fits where and who does it the best. So I think that the pieces are there now. To do it. I, I would like another, ideally, in a perfect world. I would have loved three things a better backup center, but we just can't get that right eventually. Like, it's, uh, somehow, we just keep missing on that. Uh, I would rather, uh, what's his name, uh, Smith Jr. from Brooklyn instead of someone like, um, Dylan Wright, but he's done well, so I have no more complaints there. And Another bench scorer, so. I sit there and I go, do we have that? I don't think, I don't think we have enough bench scoring when it comes down to it, but like a Kelly Ubre, I mean, sort of thing. We don't really have a Kelly Ubre coming right, off the bench, right. but we can get a Kelly Ubre coming off the bench in a certain someone, but we won't talk about that. This that's time, about so I say, so that's, it. that's it.
0: That's what I say. Yeah. That's something that can maybe solve though. Um, Dean, what you think about the depth? I think you said you might have to head out a little early, but what do you think about the depth before you get? Uh,
1: going? Yeah. Uh, I, it's, I that's a great. By the way, Kay, that's a great question. I, like, that's a real great question. And George, you hit a lot of things on the head. I think we definitely was desperately needing not just a defensive minded point guard, but just a point guard in total. Because the the last point guard, he just checked. he just wasn't here. It, he just wasn't he wasn't here. I'm not gonna say no names, but the the uh the right move, the line right, that move was perfect. Like that move was, was perfect. And I, I haven't uh seen a game last night. So I'm I'm really excited to see w- the rest of the what we got, like 20 some games left, K? 24. 24 games left. So I'm definitely excited to see uh him moving forward in the Heat jersey. I think it was a great, a great pickup. And honestly, I think it was a, in my opinion, I think it was I was more excited about this pickup than the Terry Rozier one. The Terry uh Rosier one. I think this one was. The team might benefit a little more from this one. Than Man, that it's up. it's funny
0: you say that. Not to cut you off, Dan, but it's funny you say that. A couple things right there before we move on to the next topic. Briefly, I love you to stick around for this next one if you got time. We're gonna try to move it along, but yes, Terrell is without a doubt the better player. And I talked about yeah, it. Yeah, you're not player. getting you're, you're not getting the same Terrell that you were getting in Charlotte though. But what made it cool was the price you're paying because you pretty much paid peanuts to get the dude, and you never turned down talent because at some point. Every, even if it's every two or three, four games, um, you know, three times in the playoffs, Terry Rozier is going to be Terry Rozier, and it's going to help you win ball games. So you don't turn that down, especially for what you got him for. But for what the Miami Heat needed, you mentioned that the lawn right um, is probably just as impactful. Yes. I, even if it isn't more impactful, it's just as impactful just, yeah. for them as bringing Terry Rozier in. Terry Rozier for them was their ability to go get something of major value for something that they probably would have rid themselves of anyway
1: listen man and we, we all remember what right did to hero in the playoffs a couple years ago absolutely
0: and lastly with that right's plan for his next deal bro delon's yes, for his next deal but and he's, he's going to be in miami i believe but man. but that's what i was about to say for god it's always going to be in miami we're not going to get ahead of ourselves and say that he's gonna resign before god I, I would like i probably would like it before what he's gonna get but for um, Joel in the chat, still tripping, talking about he can clamp Tyler, too. Um, we're going to put the word out there and see if we can make it happen. I'm going to laugh if He's right. Anyway, whatever. Um. So, long story short, when you look at a guy like DeLon, who not only, you know, is getting bought out, there's a psyche there, too. But playing for a team he's always wanted to play for and playing for his next opportunity. Um. I mean, yo, this is... This this is a situation where we're gonna get a hungry Delon right, and like I said, the, the, the possession against Anthony Simmons is just the beginning because when you think about Dame Lillard, when you think about Derek White, when you think about you know Tyrese Maxey, Jalen Brunson, uh Tyrese Halliburton, all of those guards that you may see um along the way in the NBA playoffs, you throw a guy like Delon Right out there on him in a crucial possession, and I'm confident he can get a stop. And I said that um on the earlier part, and I mean that, especially again after seeing them do. What we knew he could do, but watching him do it wearing that Miami Heat uniform. Anybody hey, else got anything to say on
1: that depth, real quick? Me, I got something to say, and What's I got, up? I got, a, I got a question for you guys. But before I say that, Kevin Love, speaking on Kevin Love, back to Kevin Love, I have been saying he's been one of the most impressive players this year on this team for a while now. K, okay? like I've been like, what he's doing right now is is is, is is doing numbers right now for this team. Don't just look at the stats, man, because he's doing way more than just what his numbers say, and 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 it's beautiful to watch. And and the question I have, I want both of you guys just to answer it. Are we losing faith in 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 Jokic, Yo, uh, uh Nico? Are, are we losing faith in him? because it, 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 it's times where he's like, he's he's phenomenal, and then there's a lot of times it's like. Bro, don't know what he's doing out there, man. And, and sometimes it's, it's hard to watch. And I I used to be like, Spo, put him in. Let's give him a shot. And then when he – nights when he's in, I'd be like, Spo, take him out the game.
2: I love you, Rich. <laughs> I think the project's there. I think it's a good one to keep going with. I think he, he gets what we're trying to do here. Uh, uh, sorry. what we? Uh, who's we? Well, he gets what, the, what Miami's trying to do and I think at the start of the season he was pretty pissed off he wasn't being able to play but I feel like he he's kind of figured himself out in terms of what he offers and what they need and he can keep growing in that role i i, I don't think he's a bad player at all I think he's a very good shooter I don't think he's a bad player at all. I think he's confused him with himself uh whether he's a guard or a forward Those are, yeah a guard or a forward i don't I don't think he knows anymore what he, do you think he is? Do you think a he's a guard or a forward? He's a guard. he's yes. a guard. He's a, he's a guard. guard is what he is. He brought he's the ball guard. up how many times a couple of games ago? He, he keeps doing it all the time. He won't stop. I but, think that he – sorry. No, know? no,
1: go, 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 go. I'm sorry.
2: I think he he really does he, – he finds a way to, to, to make the role work. And That's it. I, I don't think that it's a bad thing at all. But uh,
1: – oh, so, so you do, do you think the experiment should go on? Because I remember it was times where people didn't want to – and didn't want to put him in in the trade talks.
2: Like, how you feel about that? Like, would you welcome him? Like, oh, you know? I would. Say, if it's depending on who it is, I would send him out in a heartbeat. I wouldn't care. Okay. If Dame, if Dame finally, you know, like he says, you know what? I actually hated here in Milwaukee, and he's been saying that the last week. He's sick of it. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to be in Miami. Make it happen. And they burn out. They burn out in the first round of the playoffs. They fire Doc Rivers again. You they know, like. They're not gonna burn out. I think they're gonna no. Out. no
1: I, I said I said they will burn
2: out. Yeah, I think they're gonna burn out. And then they, they go, okay, we've just traded. By the way, they have no tradable first round picks until 2031. So they have mortgaged wow. their franchise. So if it doesn't work this year, I really do. I, I I think there's a very realistic situation where they could go up to Miami and be like, he doesn't want to be here, he wants to go there. Let's recuperate some of our assets, give us hero, give us those two picks, give us this, give us that, and we go get the game Dame, I feel like that's a possibility. And if not giving oh, not, not giving not giving them two picks and hero i'm
0: and giving a total game. i'm giving i'm, I'm not giving it I'm, I'm not giving i'm, I'm
1: not no. nope i'm giving nope. two picks in two mm. seconds
0: if they're taking heroes well
1: don't Dan,
0: care. Dan, come on Dan, brother nah not at this
2: point not by
0: yeah, yeah, yeah not buying yeah not buying resale i'm not there's buying no, resale there's
2: no future there's no because i know
0: i know that the goods i know that you down on the goods right now so what i look like coming to pay you penny no, I'm not yeah, being. No, it is
2: it, it is Dame. Dame is a far superior player to whatever whatever version Bro, of Tyler Hero will be here in five years' time. I don't care, George. Dame, I
1: love Dame. Dame is one of my favorite players in the league, if not my favorite player in the lead. But at at this point of his career, at this okay. age, I'm 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 not doing it. I would take six
2: good months of Dame Lillard over five good years of Tyler Hero. I don't care. Ah, it depends. No, it depends where those six kidding. months coming in. Kevin yeah, Herder so... senior, he is Kevin so... Herder with minutes in a good situation. If you take him off this team, you watch him average 17 points again, unless the team is going to his Washington or, or or the Spurs for half a year. They will play like crap. He's not, he's a defensive liability. He doesn't Listen, know when to pass. We don't him.
1: talk about Tyler Hero much
2: on this show. I'm done. I'm done with him. I don't want him here. Also, we've tried to trade him eight times. If you think he's going to re sign and then, like, if he sees a situation where people actually want him there, He's never felt that before. After his first season, no one wanted him in Miami anymore because he was up there for for, for Harden. He was up there for, for um. I He was up that. there for Mitchell. He was up there for KD. He was up there for for Kyrie Irving. He was up there for Dame. He's been on this trade block the entire time. If you think he still wants to be here, you're kidding yourself. He will yeah, leave. He still wants
1: to him. be here. Who, who no, doesn't want to be in Miami? Let's be. Who doesn't want to be in Miami? He's
2: stupid, What's going to dawg.
0: Well, to answer your question, Dean, um, I think that the Nikola Jovic project should continue. I think he's right where you need him to be. Um, I think that it's always a situation of figuring out confidence, and you take the Portland game where he couldn't do anything to open the game, and came back in the second half where somebody obviously got in his ear and reminded him, "Hey, man, go out there and shoot your shot." Um, and he made some things happen. Uh, honestly, yeah, he has a guard skill set, but in the NBA, he's a four. He's shown the ability to rebound, uh, and though he can push the pace, he's a stretch four, um, especially for this Miami Heat team. He has to continue to get strong and continue to develop his body. But I think that his skill set is going to be impeccable for us. Just because he's a four doesn't mean he can't handle the rock, just like Bam does as a big man. Um, so, you know, it is what it is, man. But at the same time, like I said, I think that he's right where he needs to be. Spoke was throwing him into the mix, um, trying to get some things out of him when he can to continue to help him develop. But at the end of the day, Caleb Martin will be playing that position when the games really matter. So now that we've gave you guys time to debate everything under the living sun, let's move really quickly to our last couple of topics. Jimmy Butler said a couple of weeks, well, a couple of days ago, um, heading out of the All-Star break, that it's about that time. And we know what that means as Miami Heat fans. That's that time of the year where he really turns things on. You saw that coming to full fruition in the New Orleans Pelicans games. He took over before being ejected. Um, and then you saw that when they needed it the most against the Portland Trailblazers um, in their last contest on Tuesday night, taking over at periods of the game, getting them big buckets, making sure the momentum continued to go in their direction. Um, when Jimmy Butler says it's that time, we've talked about it before, that he's the only guy on this Miami Heat team with a true on and off switch and one of the few guys in the league that you can honestly take seriously um, when you look at them from the perspective of being able to turn it on and off. Some people don't like it, and I understand that. You feel like if he plays with 100% energy on any given night, then they'll win a lot more games in the regular season. But I'm totally fine with him feeling like if he needs to manage it or put a governor on it for the regular season so that he can come out and be playoff Jimmy when it matters the most, I'm cool with that, but I get it if you feel the other way. However, we can all agree that when Jimmy said it's about that time, or when he tells you that it's time for him to get going the man that we know he can get going um that's a special thing to see and you have no choice but to believe that he's going to be that guy that gives you an opportunity to do anything and everything you want to do when the games and minutes matter the most um how are you feeling about the way he's turned it on um in the overall situation Dean do you like the fact that Dim- that Jimmy you know picks and chooses his moments or would you rather him give
1: 100% all throughout the year or manage it I was just watching uh, a a video of Draymond Green, and he said, "It's times where it's hard for him to get up and get going against certain teams. You know, it is it, a Tuesday you in Utah. You know, it, it's hard for him to get going against a, a team like that. And I, I don't think I think that's what a, a lot of NBA players, and I think that's uh." how Jimmy Butler feel? You know, sometimes it's hard for him to get up and, and get excited about certain teams, about playing against certain teams. Yes, I would love for, for uh, Jimmy to to give 100% every night. But, you know, it's, it's not it's not realistic. No NBA player is giving 100 total percent all 82 games. As long as Jimmy Butler is doing what Jimmy Butler usually does in the playoffs since he's been in Miami Heat Jersey, I don't give a damn. Honestly, I I don't care because I know once 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 April come, he, he gonna deliver, and he has been doing so every year since he's been in the Miami Heat jersey. So like it, it, it doesn't. At first, it used to bother me, and I'm I'm gonna be honest, Kay. At times, it still kind of bothers me. Like it, it, it bothers me because I'm I'm a fan. I'm a Heat fan, so I, I just want to see him be – and I know how great he is of a player. So I want to see him dominate. Night in and night and night out, so I don't gotta hear, um, George ranting about you know treating treating uh getting Jimmy treated. So I I want to see him dominate night in and night out. But hey, it, it, you know he he does his job in the playoffs. That's all that matters to me. How about you, George? Are you okay with Jimmy being able to flip the
0: switch? Um, are you? Would you rather him play more and more throughout the year?
2: I, uh, it's, it's actually very, it's hard to give like a direct answer on that one because I, I've in sort of both camps with that. I'd love to see him from start to finish, you know, play the best he can play or play just well enough that we don't start losing games to, you know, 14th seeds and shit like that. But like, it happens, it happens. He doesn't want to play some games. He doesn't. That's not, like I get it. I get that you've been in the league for a long time. Your best year, you, you know, your best basketball will be played in the playoffs. If you're Jimmy Butler, that's just what's going to happen, no matter what. Now, I'm, I'm okay with him kind of taking a backseat until the all-star break. If it means he's going to play that way in the playoffs. If it doesn't happen, I'm going to be very angry because that means you've just got two months of, Good basketball, and then back to Jimmy. But uh, the reason why I don't think it's ideal is because you've through eighty-two games have developed this entire really integral rotation and um, and and game plan, and sets to play and sets to run with Bam, with with Hero, with and you go from having a Jimmy Vala that takes nine shots a game, who says that's what he wants to do. Scoring 60 something points in the playoffs. Do you know what I mean? Like it happens. And then it kind of if it gets you the win, fine, no matter what. But but like that's fine. But there's gonna be games where like it's gonna cost you because you're not used to playing like that. You're not used to playing with Jimmy at that caliber, Jimmy with that much of a possession.
0: Right. But if you're asking somebody to do less, that's gonna be
2: better for them, honestly. Is it though? Because what happened with what happened with Tyler Hero? We asked him to do less, he he fell off. Well, the but title. but that yeah, has more on, man, we, but that's more of a that. That's more
0: of
1: a mental thing than it's physical, though.
2: Yeah. Is he averages twelve points to the playoffs for
1: a reason? Uh, th- but see, th- 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 that's why I said we're not going to do that with 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 with, the, with Tyler, man. Like, uh, nah. Nah.
2: He sucks. Get him off the team, please. Please.
1: Okay. Um. I'm just joking. Yeah.
0: Right, relax, uh, relax. 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 Um, relax. Relax. Look, brother. We listen. Look. I'm indifferent. I don't want Tyler off the team. I would rather him probably come off the bench because sometimes I feel like trying to force feed him starters minutes um, disrupts the flow of this team. And I'm like highly documented in saying that. But I like Tyler when he's playing for the team. Um, look, man, I think that as long as Jimmy Butler shows up, once those playoffs start and becomes the Jimmy Butler that we all know he is, i um, I think that everything's going to be fine and we just have to learn to live with that. I think coach Fo lives with it, the Miami Heat live with it, his teammates live with it. Um and we just going to have to learn to live with it. Now speaking of things that we're going to have to learn to live with about Jimmy. Um Jimmy's a very different kind of cat. So he has a country music album coming out soon from what we're hearing. But recently, um on today, which is Wednesday, February 28th, we received this nice little ditty from Jimmy
1: Butler. I'll get your thoughts in a second. Hit the button. <laughs>
2: I'm saying so yeah guys thing. i'm saying one thing before i leave he must have got the bag for that they must have absolutely him with cash I, I, yeah i i that that
1: that was that's my first time seeing the video seeing this um i did hear the rumor of him having a uh a, a country album but that 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 was something like I oh it
2: was something okay
1: yeah i don't I yeah I don't I, you, I'm, no, I'm I'm you, speechless. You guys don't care to say what that something was? No, nah, I'm gonna keep that to
2: myself. That was elite. I will be listening to that. Uh, I would not be all time uh, every day. Though we had it, all. it's very catchy. It's catchy for what he was wearing.
0: Joel Good is fan. Joel is fanning out. I don't know what Jimmy Butler's musical Good hive, you, is Jimmy. Called, but Joel That's is the that. president. That. Joel is the president of Jimmy Butler's musical hive. Um. Yeah. Moving on. The Miami Heat have two more games to close out this week. Um, That will be on Thursday in Denver to face the world champion Nuggets that beat the Miami Heat in the playoffs. The NBA Finals to be more specific. And then as they always do around about the time that they go to Utah, I mean they go to Denver to face the Nuggets, buried the lead, didn't I? They then go to Utah to face the Jazz on Saturday. Both nationally televised games with them playing Denver on 10 o'clock, at 10 o'clock on TNT, and them playing um, the Utah Jazz at 5 o'clock on Saturday, 5 o'clock Eastern time. Um, how are we feeling about these last two games to close out the week, guys? We'll just get your thoughts on the matchups and predict in the games, and then we'll get out of here. What you think, Dean?
1: So the next two games is Denver and Utah? In that order, Denver and Utah. Yeah, I, I think the Denver's going to be a good game. I don't honestly, I don't think guys going to get up and get ready for that. Utah is it in Utah? Always is. Yeah, I, yeah. See, I, th- that that's one of those things when we play
0: Denver like, and Utah that close together. It's always, you know yeah, what I mean. Uh, yeah, one of Nobody's those. No going to care
1: about that Utah game, but that Denver game is going. Is, is Jamal Murray back?
0: Oh wow! I'm sorry, Joe corrected me. Um, I was wrong. It usually always is in my in Utah. Joel is telling me that it's in Miami. So forgive me out there for is, giving false information. Is is
1: Murray back? Does anybody know if Murray's back? I know he was hurt. He had a D. Denver? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, hopefully both teams are fully healthy. I don't think Tyler's going to play that game. But, uh, you know, the, the team is playing better without Tyler. So that's neither here nor there. But I, I'm excited for that. Uh that Denver game. I, th- I think it's going to be a, a, a pretty good matchup. It's still homie that we lost the way we lost to them in the finals, but it, it, it's going to be a, um, a pretty good matchup. So but, are you
0: saying one and
1: one or oh and two brother? Give us a number. Oh no, I I think we're definitely going to win that that Denver game. I, I think we're going to win that Denver game. So I, I, one listen, and one. that Bam and Jokic matchup. I, I can't wait to see it. I, I think okay. it's, it's going to be something good. But okay, before so- I get out of here, before I get out of here, because I do have to get out of here, man, I want to say this. This this, this is a – I uh I wanna give you you two guys a, a shout out. Uh Kay and George. You no, know, me and George started this thing uh, two years ago, and, and we had a vision and, and we we still not where where we wanna be just yet. But to, to see how how far we came and Kay, you know, you came in and 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 picked that thing up and and ran with it. Uh, I wanna thank both of you guys for uh for 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 everything uh we did together. Georgia started off with me and you and and you know, Kay, like I said, you picked it up and you ran with this thing, and and both of y'all guys helped me out being comfortable doing this because this is not this wasn't something I was uh I see myself doing so I, I do want to thank you guys for having faith in me and and, and helping me build this thing and hopefully K me and you will get to where where we want to be
2: that was beautiful absolutely, boss absolutely you boss. killed it
0: yeah you, you crazy George that was beautiful Dave that was um, beautiful I was gonna cry man I'm sorry it's not chill, chill out chill out chill out um, I mean, so what you think of George over the next two games? What you what do you think the record going to be? Give us a little bit on the matchups.
2: I think we win both of them. I think we win both of them. I, I, look, the Heat are not adverse to ver- to versing uh, the Denver Nugs with their Tyler Hero. They did it five times last uh, last postseason. It happens. They're used to it. I I really hope we go in there and make a statement. Do you know I, mean? I don't. I, I'm not talking like the. the Marcus Morris situation was it Marcus or McKeith? Mark Markeith? was Markeith, yeah. The market. I'm not talking about that sort of message. I'm talking about go in there, win by ten, by fifteen. Bam has a good game. Bam plays well against Jokic. Keeps him. Look, Jokic can play well no matter what. There's no, there's no chances that you're going to stop him. It doesn't matter who it is. But I'm talking about the type of game where you limit him to what just, just enough to to get yourself the win. I feel. I feel like this. This win means more than most, in terms of what it could do for the team, what it could do for the confidence of the team, going into the postseason soon, and um, knowing that you've be- you can already you've beaten Denver, you did it already on their home floor. It means a lot, and I think that this is a big game for Bam because he was our best performer in the playoffs. In in sorry, in the finals, he was our best performer by far. If he can kind of continue where he left off and kind of pick up that and, and see what he needs to do this time against Jokic and kind of readjust and reevaluate what he needs to do, I don't want to see Kevin Love play against Jokic. For the love of God, that is going to kill me. That'll kill That'll kill Kevin Love. I just want to see somehow, I want to see us use Thomas Bryant in this game if we can. Um, actually, no, he's suspended. Damn. Oh, you said that'll kill Kevin Love. It'll kill him. It'll kill him. Imagine being backed down by – no, not. I think no. Kevin
0: Love's going to give us some good minutes on Jokic. I don't want to see it extended. I think
2: he'll stretch the floor well. I think he's better than Michael Porter Jr. But I just I, – I, uh, I really don't think he's going to do anything against Kevin Love. I think Orlando Robinson has to, to get called up because Thomas Bryant is now injured. This is literally what we bought Thomas Bryant for to play on bigger defender, play on bigger uh centers because he is a bigger body. But look, I think we win both of them. <clears throat> I think that the urgency is there, the time is there for them to go now and um and and get the job done.
0: I hate to say it, George, but I agree with you, man. I really feel like they win both of them they're in a groove right now. Um, they need to send a message against a Denver team that's not as good as they were last year, let's be honest. Um, but they're still a good team and Joker still Joker, but they're not as good as they were last year. Um, and like I said, Utah's Utah, man. So just the opportunity to go finish off this road trip strong and then come back home and get your first one at the crib because I was mistaken. Um, you know, we'll get it done like that. So with that being said, man, I'm glad that we had this good show. Glad that you and Dean got a chance to debate it down. Um, and we're going to have you back next episode to talk more Sabonis versus Bam. Uh, everybody got to go, man. I appreciate you so much for popping on, George. Um, we thank you for lending your ear to this sound. Dean had to bounce. George about to go. I'm K, and this has been the Game Breakdown. Hit the button, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I pull up on the scene, dead fresh and casket clean, nigga, on, hate on me.